0: Hello and good evening, if you're listening in the evening, to the IGN UK podcast number
1: 389. I'm Daniel Krupa and I'm joined by... Hello, I'm Joe Scrabbles. Hello, I'm Dale Driver, and there's um, no beers involved this episode. Yeah, we're... oh uh, yeah. Like, how, how was last week's? This podcast? is our. So this is our. This is our
2: first E3 podcast. <laughs> what? Because the fucking last fucking mess that was. I listened to about twenty minutes of the last one. We definitely didn't talk much I'm, about E3.
0: I don't know if I can bring myself to don't, listen to last week's episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you know, you have a particularly noticeable
2: drunk slur. Yeah. I was on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's like ev- you can tell everyone... Everyone's pissed, but, but when no, you're pissed, you have like an adorably uh, stereotypical slur to your oh voice. No, it's wonderful. I thought Gav oh. was
1: particularly bad on that one. There but, was a few, but he was hosting, so he constantly had to but Gab's say But Gav's drunk that all words. the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, but he was I'm very noticeable on this point. I'm always drunk. <laughs> 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 he comes in on his little piss rope head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even the Mark Ruffalo of yeah. podcasting. So, um, if you actually want to hear about stuff that happened at E3, we're actually going to tackle this alternatively <laughs> a week later. Um,
2: alternatively, it, <laughs> no, this is going to be the mainstream everyone, one, everyone, one. Everyone's
0: going to everyone's moved on this week, but no, we're going to still do E3. The first section is going to is, say we've done it. Yeah. Uh, the first section is our biggest, our favourite surprise
1: of E3. Um, Dale, I'm going to come to you first. Sure. Yeah. So mine was. Sure. sure yeah. Why not? Uh, was A Way Out, which was announced during the EA press conference. Now... It was a massive surprise to us because we're all on the plane. Uh, just just mm. what I was going to say. Yeah, we're on the flight. And I... When I was, found out I was going to miss the E3 conference, I was like, that's okay. I'm not too bothered. Of all the ones you yeah. can miss. But then when I was catching up on it, they announced this new game and it just seems like really exciting. So you guys have seen the, the trailer mm. for it, right? Like, it just seems like an original concept. So basically what the concept is, it's like a split screen like prison escape like action adventure game. Where you both playing at the same time, but there's like so the example was there's a cutscene can happen for one person, but then the other person's you're interacting two with the one one in the background. Yeah, now, and it's just
2: like I've got to know whether. You, you can, can peer cross in <laughs> into the other person's cutscene. Okay, well, so that the, would be weird. The,
0: the example they show is like you're up on a balcony <coughs> looking down. Because mm. I think if you could get in this in the cutscene, you would a stand right in front of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> there might be a lot of trolling. It kind of <laughs> ruined the narrative a little bit. Um, did you read Ryan McCaffrey's preview while he wrote no. for a site? So I thought that was really interesting. He, he got to play a segment of it. And so, for example, they go, they're robbing like a convenience store. And there's... Pardon? No. no. Sorry, I thought you said why? Yeah. Why? Because so, they're bad boys, bad, bad boys. Bad boys gonna bad boy. So, <laughs> so apparently at one point you get to choose like one person gets the gun and gets to be like you dealing with the cashier. Mm. And while someone else gets to deal with crowd control and then there's a safe at one point, And there's like lots of like how you interact with the cashier and like, has a knock-on effect for how the person's interacting in the background and how crowd control controls people. Like, if you didn't notice that one person, then that can affect the other character. So it seems like there's a real, like... It's sort of like
2: Uncharted meets Telltale, isn't it? Like, it's got the the action-adventure style and, Mm. like, motion-captured faces and stuff of of Uncharted, but it's got that choice-and-consequence idea built, like, quite deep into it. Because the convenience store, he talks about in his preview, if you do everything wrong stuff can still happen yeah. like it still rolls with that eventuality and yeah. carries the story on i don't haven't they said like there's no game overs it just keeps rolling oh, i don't know that i think the i, I so think it's kind of like, like heavy rain
1: sort of style, where um all your interactions and all your decisions still the the story still continues it just yeah. evolves into a different way
2: i might be talking total shit there right. but i think that's right
1: i mean I... That makes sense to me. It seems yeah. like what they've shown so far gives that impression. And it did remind me of, um, so more particularly like Fahrenheit, you know, the opening scene in Fahrenheit. Did you no. play that? So there was, you're in a bathroom and you've murdered you've murdered a guy, but you, <gasps> lit- you oh. come in and you've got blood on your hands. Mm. And then there's like almost a timer for when you can see outside the restaurant, you can see a different camera angle and you can see the police coming in to investigate because mm-hmm. someone's called the police. And you've got all this evidence in front of you and you've got to make all these decisions to get rid of evidence. And if you do it right, you can completely absolve yourself of any evidence and get away with it but there can be things left behind that you can get caught later on in the game that's cool which is really 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 cool it's a shame the rest of the game is kind of fucking doesn't stupid. it go insane at yeah it goes point. mental it goes david cage proper mental yeah. crap we said david um, you don't have to put all your best ideas <laughs> in the first scene What? <laughs> yeah. oh. yeah. but it, uh. it totally reminds me of elements of that and i think <coughs> but now obviously it's cooperative as well mm. and it just seems like such a, a different and unique idea and i'm totally on board with it i this.
0: definitely want to play it on the same server you can play it mm. online but I think the way to play it is
1: like, yeah so well, in the preview they said that like, communication is a big key about deciding like for example like who's using the gun and who's doing this and like what are your skills how are you gonna approach a situation I saw a bit
0: where they were in like um, like the laundry room and to distract the guy the guy goes up to these two guys and slaps one dude on the back of the head <laughs> the guy turns around like he's at school and goes, it was him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also made by the developer of the
2: secret best game of the last generation which was Brothers A Tale of Two Sons see I Just never played that game still one of the it's genuinely one of the best games I've ever played it's kind of a shitty title it is a terrible title but A Way Out isn't that good of a title either. Even, even you hard-hearted Dale Driver might shed a tear
0: at the end of Brothers Whoa, a Tale of Two hey, Sons hey no, come on not Nancy boy.
1: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I'll have you know, on the flight to LA, I watched Lion, and I was crying. That's for a baby. I
0: watched on the way back. Oh, oh, I was bawling that's my a eyes out. tear jerk of But eyes. for like lots of different reasons, yeah. like one like crying because not just because of the sad stuff the, the fact that the family the you take him in as well like, yeah
1: to th- have the heart to it's take a brilliant film in. yeah not a good film to watch on a flight though
0: mm. but i remember when they were like pr in that film when they were selling it very much on the angle of like the google earth
1: movie yeah really and it's just, like it's the least important <laughs> exactly, element yeah. of I that story i don't know shit about that film it's that like one All bit right. where that guy is basically promoting google earth yeah. to him as well he uses Google Earth to like
0: find out where he came from in India. Oh. He like he like he gets, gets lost like, when he's a kid. yeah when he's mm. a kid. He gets on a train by accident and just goes throughout the night and oh. ends up way far away from his where he's born. Um, Eighty thousand kids a year go missing in India. Yeah. That's, is that funny? We've come a other? long way yeah. from a way, way out. out. <laughs> but that, this is yeah, my favourite surprise. My favorite this game. meaningful conversation on the IGN UK <laughs> podcast.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. My favourite thing about the fact that this is from the Brothers guy is that it shows like what a weird niche hard-on the developer has for <laughs> co-op games. Because like, Brothers is a weird co-op game where you play both <laughs> brothers on the same controller. Wee,
1: okay. we... I've sometimes Does, had a weird niche... And that, and that works successfully, right? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Because like, okay. it's
2: one thumbstick and one trigger each. Yep. Right. So you've got them like got moving around the environment, doing different things, okay. but it's always simple controls. Right, okay. Um, it's got that sort of uh, Mario idea of like... They just do one idea all the time and then it's another thing and it's another thing and it's another thing. You go like rope climbing and stuff right. with them. It's
1: amazing. I was gonna say, because I tried to play snipper clips once with control in both oh, layers. No, don't bother. It's with fucking that. impossible. Yeah, that sounds The most miserable experience. <laughs> do not, not play, play this game is supposed to be fun and hilarious. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to eat my own horse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fun and hilarious about that, I tell you. Uh,
2: but yeah, so basically he loves co op. I don't understand why, but I'm happy that he does. Yeah. I'm excited for this game.
0: I'm very excited. Um, my biggest, my favourite surprise was Mario Plus Rabbits, which is how you officially say that game, Kingdom Battle.
2: Do you actually have to say plus? Well, that's do they how, say plus? That's what
0: they say in
1: plus. Um, but is right, it? Shouldn't it not be and? Well, bringing the franchises they didn't together. Do an, well, they're adding them. Mario ah, Cross Rabbit. it's yeah, Mario there's not, plus, plus these ampers- rabbits. It's not an ampersand. Like it's it's plus. Oh, um, cool. I actually thought it looked really good. I think it looks fantastic. Apparently, so, apparently, it's great to play as well. I was going to say, sell me on this because I watched Rory play it for about 20 minutes and I was bored to tears. Do oh, you know, I, do you know I
0: think? If you watch most strategy games,
1: you'd be bored to Absolutely.
0: Tears. That's what I'm saying sell yeah, me on this. Yeah, I, well, I didn't get to play it, so hmm. I, I probably can't do a capable job as Rory. Yeah. But we found, about, found out about this game in the worst way through a yeah. sales deck written by people who probably don't really get what that game is. We made hmm. fun of it on this very podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we did also say it was a sales presentation. You did. <laughs> <laughs> got, I've got a weird niche hard-on for sales presentations. Um, and To see it presented by, obviously, Eve and Miyamoto, and then to see the developer in the audience who spent the last three years of his life making this game, seeing Miyamoto present his yeah. game... It was obviously a profoundly emotional moment, and I really felt for the guy because it's like what a crazy, yeah. beautiful moment to have Miyamoto, probably the, one of his biggest heroes, presenting his own game. Not uh, like
1: five yards away from me, that dude was. He was well. crying, tears so ta- the tears. Crying, so he was just- taking
0: all the credit and glory <laughs> for it. So how you doing? Come on, mate. Um, and but to see it in action, like I thought, it, it I thought it looked lovely. I thought yeah. the, the world design looked great, mm-hmm. and. I like the idea of, like Mario's had a long history of like genre jumping and appearing in different types of games and the fact that it's out in August like I'm really excited to play it. Well I thought when they were and talking
2: about and cuz they were calling it an RPG or at least the leaks were all calling it an RPG weren't they? Yeah. And it's not that. It's a, no, it's, it's not. XCOM <clears throat> tactical yeah. turn-based strategy she. which is mad like tile like a tile strategy game with what looked like proper XCOM-y mechanics like yep. oh like Individual abilities mixing with sort of like cover-based shooting and stuff. But there's like really interesting stuff in yeah. it because I was worried that it was just going to be and flanking
0: and cover and all yeah. those sort of elements. I
2: thought it was going to be like Mario and Luigi RPG style yep, stuff. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. And that no one wants different people in those games, so yeah. it makes perfect sense that actually uh, they would never create. I, I
0: never really got into the XCOM games. Like no. I, 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 I've tried, but I've kind of bounced off them. Something about it being wrapped in that skin, mm. I find. Way more inviting. I Imagine like XCOM feels very intense yeah. and fierce. Oh, to me. and off-putting. Whereas that's kind of lovely. And there's a Halloween World. So yeah. well
2: Imagine it. if there's perma-death. <coughs> oh Imagine if, if if Luigi it, Rabbit that, can oh. get a big <laughs> hole Imagine through if his they skull. Off,
0: you start off as all the regular Nintendo characters, and if they die, they come back as rabbits, just endlessly repopulating. Oh, that would be horrible. <laughs> and they become more and more like wacky. That would be really. I'm curious. Funny. Um, how tired. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of red celotate oh, oh, yeah. to his head.
2: Just like a flaps of Mario's dead skin <laughs> yeah. all over his oh, face, Jesus. swearing. Hashtag sassy. Him.
0: Just the blood streaming down like Carrie. <laughs> hashtag sassy just <laughs> splattered in brains. Uh, yeah. Kill kill me. Kill. Kill. The rabbit is coming really close to the switch. Kill me on your commute.
1: <laughs> so uh, I'm curious to see how deep. This game gets like oh, like how how shallow it is to begin with and how deep it contributes. Yeah, that's obviously true. it's got to be well, child thing, friendly to a degree, hasn't th- th-
0: it? Yeah, does it? Like, Apparently, it's uh, quite difficult. Yeah. From from maybe maybe there's playing, an easy yeah. mode. That's the thing, yeah. though. I do. I know, like some kids will get into it, but I do wonder, like, kids just bounce off that because, yeah. like, but kids aren't but going you, by genre and no, they don't care yeah, after
2: they've bought the game. That's true. yeah,
0: and also like. Kids like lots of different stuff. Like they get into weird stuff like that. I like, played yeah. Shining Force when I
2: was little, and that's yeah, basically yeah. the same yeah, game. Yeah,
0: probably imposing my preconceptions on that Absolutely. situation. I, I think, think
2: kids are smarter, or at least my nephew got bored of Minecraft. Crappy. What?
0: Um, but that was when he was, to play when he was too young. Like right. he got really into it a bit later. I think I've told this story before on this podcast, but he, his mum was once said to me like, oh, show Uncle Daniel how you play Minecraft. <laughs> he booted up.
3: I and thought you were going to say he <laughs> booted <in> his PC <laughs> <tessie laughs> over. Out of
0: the window. <laughs> no! he, he turned it on and he, he just <laughs> dug himself into a big hole and then got sad and turned it off oh. <laughs> and he's like he didn't really know how to use it at the time Oh bless. Um, <laughs> just a game where you dig yourself
1: into <laughs> holes hole and
0: got depressed huh? I was like yep welcome to my life son she was no, like you fucked that up didn't you son? Uncle
1: Daniel's not going to be interested anymore and yeah
0: boot you out of the window <laughs> son <laughs> Reggie Perrin the game <laughs> <laughs> he loves that Reggie Perrin simulator 2004 <laughs> uh, right that was my favourite surprise and I thought it was very lovely mm. Joe what was your favourite surprise
2: Monster Hunter World World. Yes, 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 so, yes, yes. I
1: thought you were down on this at one point.
2: The trailer, this is... Actually, so mm. the surprise isn't that it was announced. The surprise is that it turns out it's really fucking amazing.
0: Oh, yeah, good. This um, is actually a good, like, 180. Not yeah. 180 is a bit extreme. 90. Yeah. Um, The trailer worried me
2: because it introduces stealth, which has never been in a Monster Hunter game. It's not, like, a deal at all. Uh, It had, like, a grappling hook mechanic that looked sort of... Like it made everything easier. the whole point of mm. monster Hunter is that it 's really fucking hard and diff- like just refuses to give you what you need most of the time, so success feels like a huge deal
3: yeah
2: um it had it showed all these things A scout flies as we found out that they're called, which are essentially like clouds that show you the way to the monster you 're trying to hunt, which is usually you go out in the world you hunt it down, you throw a paintball at it the paint can fall off it, so you have to paintball it again mid fight <laughs> later on like it's <coughs> it, it <laughs> never gives you what you want and so I was looking at it just like and they didn't really show any of the good stuff like the combat didn't they didn't show very much of apart from a bit where they were shooting a machine gun which looked mad yeah. um, <laughs> I like that now uh, There's so all these elements that didn't feel Monster Hunter-y and there they were rumours beforehand and I was definitely coloured by the rumours that internally they were unhappy with this game already before okay. they announced it and they were making a new one for Switch I don't think any of that's true. I think that's just made-up bullshit. But it's hard to get that out of your head. So I was watching it going, oh, no, it's all come true. Like, they're announcing a home console game that's sort of neutered for stupid Western gamers. Right. Behind closed doors, they did a single-player demo and a multiplayer demo. And I went into those and came out, like, absolutely ecstatic. Lots of people did. It's crazy how good it looks.
0: Um, Yeah, like, Jose... Jose, I, I spoke to Nathan from Edge Magazine. Mm. He was well into it. Like, Jose came back from his appointment,
2: sat me down, told me everything, <laughs> and then told me he'd made an appointment for me to
0: go and see oh, it. <laughs> so nice. like? What a lovely man Jose is. And he's leaving our gym, but he's a lovely man.
2: Quick round of applause. Yeah. Well done, mate. Um, yeah, it's just... So, first off, it looks like a proper Monster Hunter game. So, it's got the basic stuff, like, And I know this this is ridiculous. I'm really excited that you still have to sharpen your
3: weapons.
2: (laughs) Um, So I'm into that. But the major change is that instead of... So Monster Hunter, if you don't know, you always take a quest, go to an area where that quest will be, and then that area is split up into usually about 10 distinct zones, and you travel between them. So it's almost like when you leave one area, you fast travel to the next area. This one is the first time they've got fully seamless hunting zones, and they're like... Two to two and a half times bigger than they used to be, which completely changes how the game works. Because yeah. in Monster Hunter, if a monster runs away, it will run to the edge of an area it's and disappear. It. Yeah. If you run away, you disappear, and it can it follows, but it will follow slowly, and you've got time to drink a potion and stuff. In this one, they showed a T Rex literally chasing a guy from one side of the map to the other side of the map, and then picking him up and throwing him yeah. uh, like off a cliff. And so it changes the dynamic of how you hunt. And also, their big thing is. I did an interview with them. The most interesting part of this is I was like, so why now? You know, you've made, you've had home consoles, these home consoles for years. Why suddenly change from the handhelds? Mm. And he goes, it's not really about the graphics. It's the fact that we want to make like really complex ecosystem AI.
0: Right. So they need the process. So
2: so they need like computing power strong enough to power. The way they describe it is these would feel like real living places, even if you weren't there. So all these monsters hunt each other and, like, live off the land That's properly. Cool. Uh, so they showed an example of uh, this thing called a great jagras, which is, like, this big lizard walks up to an aptanoth, which is sort of a stegosaurus-y thing. You swallowed I know, right? I <laughs> love uh, it. I absolutely swall- love it. Swallows it, like, detaches its jaw, swallows it whole. Oh, okay. Its t- tail's, like, oh. flicking out of its mouth. Swallows it down. They stalked it back to its uh, nest, and it sticks up a big bit of meat for its pack, and, like, its whole pack runs in and eats the meat. And there's all these little interactions. So there was one bit where there was a... Like, the, uh, the big T-Rex guy, the Andronath, fell over, um, like, stunned. And suddenly all these little creatures, which was too scared to take it on when it was up, like, run in and start oh, nipping God. at it. And, like... That sounds weird. There's all these interactions. Like, it feels like... And the whole thing's about hunting, and it feels like you're actually in a place where you would go hunting.
1: How at. does a system, like, prioritise in that situation? Say for example, you're trying to hunt it as well as these. Would they all just gang up together, or would they see you? So that's it. So
2: the idea is that... It's constantly. I mean, I don't think this is is as simple as this, but mm. th- from what I saw, it's constantly prioritizing targets. Yeah. So f- there are there are <coughs> modifications to this. Like the the T Rex guy has a state in which he hates <clears throat> you and will follow you forever, oh and that's peculiar to him. So the idea is it oh creates God. that Jurassic Park moment of yeah. being chased <clears throat> by a T Rex. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: But we saw a three way fight where. The T-Rex was there, the Jagrus, which is that big lizard thing, comes in, and they start having a fight, and the T-Rex is, like, fucking it up. But then a Rathlos, which is, like, what a giant dragon that's been in every single Monster Hunter okay. game, flies in because they're in their its nest, and it's hmm. furious that they're in its nest because it's got eggs and stuff. Yeah. It flies in, fucks up the tiny little Jagrus, yeah. that runs off, and then it starts a fight with the T-Rex because it knows which one it needs to get rid of in right, order. Okay. And then it just picked up the fucking T-Rex and dropped it off a cliff, which I've never seen in the game before. A T-Rex has fallen off cliffs. It's great. Um, yeah, you can tell I'm really excited. Yeah. I cannot I, I, fucking wait.
0: So I've never, like, I'm not going to pretend like I try to, like, get into Monster mm, Hunter yeah. so in a huge way. I've played them a few times, uh, but I've never, like, had people to play with. Yeah. And I would like a mentor and I think having, well, well, well. <laughs> but having four player and yesterday um, we were talking Capcom just did this like stream of four player and multiplayer. Mm. It looks incredible. Yeah. Like doing yeah. it with three other people looks awesome. Like so much fun. that like, Everyone doing like different things. Yeah. Well,
2: that's that's the beauty of it is <clears throat> in the same way as other games sort of choosing classes with abilities and stuff. You don't. You your class only changes based on what weapon you use, and all fourteen weapons. It's essentially like choosing different fighters in a fighting game. Yeah, like they're so different and so in depth that really, in the course of any one Monster Hunter game, I'm only ever using two weapons for like two hundred, three hundred hours, and 10, you know twelve other weapons I never use. Mm. Um, but they all serve different pu- purposes. So there's like. There's one called a hunting horn which is a hammer but it's also bagpipes and... Alright, bags it on. It's amazing. It's one of my <laughs> favourite and it's like, that's the support... I'm going to be in the, in the trees doing morale. This is, yeah. No, but that's it. It's the support class so what you do is everyone else is battering people and you're standing on the edge just playing tunes on your <laughs> fucking bagpipes to Sorry. give everyone else like damage and defence buffs and stuff. You've got to learn... You've got to learn the inputs oh, like oh a God. musical instrument, like
0: little songs. It's incredible. Um, are you, what are you on, Dale? I've
1: uh, never heard about a hammer with an octave range before. Yeah, I know, on. it's amazing. You I mean,
0: used to work in the trades. Yeah, i <laughs> never, never had one of
2: those hammers. I've got a selection of hammers, but that's not one of them. what I'll tell you. Um, but uh, Monsanto's also like, famous for being shit at multiplayer. It makes it an absolute faff. And in this game... It's drop-in, drop-out, so you can just shoot up an SOS flare, and it, your friends can join automatically okay. into any quest. It also used to separate single-player and multiplayer quests and it doesn't right. do that anymore. So it's just, if you're out on a quest and you want some help, you, drop you can tell the game that you want help and then your friends mm. can come in. It's like, it's going to be amazing. I cannot
1: wait. I've never played a single second of Monster oh, that, but so. I, I do want to try this. Yeah. It sounds really cool.
2: Like, out. hopefully, well, they're definitely doing it playable at Gamescom. Yeah. Oh, but, sweet. So, well, let's get on that. I like exactly. On that, yeah. like, a bit of... Clear. I want to. I want to make a little hunting party and like just have some fun. It'll be great. Let's go kill some dinosaurs.
0: Um, oh, it's going to be the best thing. Oh, in the world. Like I feel shit now because we've gone from our favourite surprises <laughs> to our biggest disappointments. Yeah, we haven't like this. We've not really got the cake. No, we'll, right. we'll win it back, we'll it back at the end. Back, shit, yeah. sandwich, yeah, shit sandwich, mate. Shit sandwich. Yeah, right, ready for the big old shit.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, first off, Dale. I'm going to come to you. What's okay. your big old disappointment? My big old disappointment was there was no Final Fantasy VII remake at e3 so catch me up on this like they just giving up now aren't they <laughs> but the, the thing was, they're right, still hiring for it they like, uh, they, 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 it. they just it says, what was this two years ago uh, they showed oh, gameplay two years ago they showed uh, like 2015 um what's it called in december psx like i love that they show that two years ago. that'll keep the little uh, yeah. SOBs. <laughs> <laughs> but but then they then the whole thing about the episodic thing came out, and that made me think all right, okay, it's taking a long we're, time. But we're going to get a chunk. But we're going to get something, like, within the next couple of years. Lol. And, what? yeah, so far, it's, it's turning out to be, like, every Final Fantasy game is just delayed forever. I know,
0: it? and, like, it kind of rubs salt in the wound that we get yeah. the whole Shadow of the Colossus remake trailer.
1: Yeah. That'd be crazy. The Are they announced when that's coming out? No, 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 yeah. they haven't at all. But I think it might, 20- it might be before it. That would be crazy. I think be 2018. Then, yeah, then. I would assume, Yeah. yeah. But the Final has 7 thing, like maybe we'll get in at TGS, we probably will, or Gamescom or some or something down the line, maybe PSX again. A Tokyo uh, was, game show, I think. Like I'm pretty sure they'll show didn't, it. At didn't Tokyo. I say, yeah, I said TGS. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh sorry, I thought right, you said right, something yeah. else. My bad. I mean, that's what you'd imagine, right? But I just felt like E3 was a big occasion and Sony definitely could have done with I think extra uh, something else. A little bit of extra. And yeah. I think like a few minutes of gameplay of that and just a confirmation just of It's coming, it's coming, this is when it's coming. Look at this. Because like as a kid, I played through Fireman 7 like three or four times like what? 100 hours a time yeah I was obsessed with that game okay. And that the Eldale it's not that was even before they put achievements in it yeah absolutely uh, yeah uh, <laughs> god you should see me on Tony Hawk's 2 mate every gap got every gap on that didn't even need trophies in those days I feel sick <laughs> in, the, in those days achievement was enough to make me feel <laughs> <laughs> I've made, before my virtual <laughs> trophies came along I always need to clear them out they put any sort of inbuilt achievement system into a game Jesus then yeah Christ. that drives me
2: and just on a tangent I read a really interesting reddit post yesterday about like a guy complaining that if you put something in a game that lets you succeed better he will do it until it's done which meant he had to give up on the Deus Ex games because they give you XP for hacking into every single computer in that game. And there's like thousands. Okay. And he just got halfway through and was like, I give up, I can't not do this. Like he was compelled. And I was like, oh my God. there's
1: someone more fucked up <laughs> than Dale. That's like the even volume <laughs> turned up to 10. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Uh, what were we even talking about? Final Fantasy VII, yeah. right Like. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I just, I was really hopeful. I felt like there was enough bursts of... There's enough word saying that we might get something at E3. So I'd really got my hopes up high that we're going to see it. And for me, it's just getting to see what they've done, like how they've remade this game, into the, I know we've got glimpses of it, but I want to see like a lot more. Of that. I want to see outside of Midgar and things like that. That Shenmue 3, oh, fuck Shenmue 3.
2: Project Rap Rabbit, <laughs> none of these things you want are ever going to be as good as you want them to oh, be. Oh, or even come out. Absolutely. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's more curiosity at this point. I just need to know. Like the Resident Evil 2 remake, I just need to know. I need Shenmue to 3. know what it looks
2: like. Oh, it's going to be a fucking hard. crash.
1: Shenmue 1 and 2 aren't even that good. No, mostly, so. no well, I think there's a reason they've never remastered yeah. it.
2: Perhaps. If you want Shenmue, just play Yakuza.
0: It's good Shenmue. Just, you've grown up now. Go to Japan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just good go drive a forklift, cliff. Go work in nerd. Japan if you want. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's basically the go outside. There's a yeah, the real world yeah. outside. I am argument. outside, mum. <laughs> game got, Boy, innit? I've, I've got a job in Japan. Well, yeah, yeah you might have finished work, mum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've school all day. I've We've got, got this some butt- now i
1: driving to do. got two
0: bosses, have I? Um, <laughs> right. My one is no virtual console announced for Switch. Now, it sounds a bit churlish because Nintendo gave us lots of nice little announcements. New Metroid game coming there's an amazing Mario game coming in a few, um, yeah. few months but it just feels like I love the Switch and there's good games coming out for it every month but still no word on online service right. or just Old games, like, they've got them. Why? Like, I just wanted to download some. I want to buy some right now. I'll give you my money right now. What about, like, on the
1: Wii? I spent loads of money on virtual console games, and obviously that's a long-standing thing, but not getting to transfer that over
0: from
2: generation to generation. Oh, they're never going to, yeah.
0: They know that they can
2: rinse you on every generation. Like, they'll never take that away.
0: Unless they, like, switch over. And it's like, you know, they made some murmurings before E3 that they're going to, like, do this, like... Virtual library collection thing, and it's not you know they said it's been delayed, but it's kind of faintly ridiculous. Yeah. We bought a console. The raw console. We still don't know what any of this stuff is going yeah. to be.
2: Imagine yeah. if they were going to announce it like today, and then yesterday they brought out that Sega Forever thing, and oh, apparently God, yeah. it's a bag of shit.
3: Is it? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Apparently right. it's
2: so like apparently. It's an emulator worse than most Sega emulators oh on the internet. Oh, my God. Um, and then
1: made touch controls yeah, as well. Yeah, and
2: Nintendo just goes, oh, fuck, fuck that in the bin then. Let's <laughs> so <work>
1: this out. <laughs> again, but yeah. they've got Virtual Console working before, so yeah. I don't see what the big like, issue is. I would just yeah. love
0: to have like a little tile on my Switch homepage that is like a little like mm. tray full of SNES cartridges. Mm. Just do that. It'd be amazing. <laughs> especially after they saw the success of the NES yeah. Mini as well. Yeah, like... It, I wonder think like I, the only thing is like do they wanna make it a more like comprehensive offering than what it would have been originally. That's my only mm-hmm. hope that they could have brought it out and it'd be like, here's virtual console as you kinda of had it on Wii U, they variously priced, there's all this stuff, or they're gonna come back with a super premium way of presenting it all. They might if it just, is that, it'd be brilliant. They might have just been holding it for Gamescom. Yeah. Like what else do they have to announce at Gamescom? I'd also look at the whole strategy now. They just do they do a little announcements whenever they want. Yeah. And they really seem to be shortening the the time length of time yeah, you have to yeah. wait
2: for anything. They're just like, oh, it's like out, oh, like a couple of months. Yeah, don't worry about it. I just
0: think it's a it's weird that they they will announce this big new stuff, but just like little fundamental stuff like that yeah. is still unknown. Mm. But you beautiful bastards, <laughs> Joe. What's your biggest
1: disappointment? Skull and bones. Um, oh,
0: okay. Skull
1: so, and bones. So, what part of it was? Disappoint. Obviously, you're not a fan. No. But what point were you... Was there a point where you were ever on board with this idea? Oh, I, I was on, on board. board. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I oh, uh, oh, What made you walk and, the planet? There been, some people <laughs> think this show's
0: scripted. There
2: have been, been rumours about them making a proper pirate-focused <laughs> yeah. game after Assassin's Creed Black Flag for what, three years yeah, yeah. now? Was Black Flag even out then? I don't know. Something Ages. That, yeah. and it's, been for a while, yeah. it's been
1: more than that, actually.
2: And just to see it and go... They fucking done it. There's a pirates game, yeah. and then you realise
0: you're the ship. <laughs> like I'm not a pirate, I'm a ship. Yeah. Good, like, good. Do you get our email about why people like Black Flag? Yeah. Like
2: oh great, but I get, get to
0: choose what sloop I'm in. Great. That's what I want. Not no, the pirates'
2: life of treasure seeking. Yeah. The way
0: they teed it up with the they were like the, the, the fantasy of becoming the world's most kind of notorious pirate. Yeah. No, yeah, it's right. for
2: honour, but you're a boat. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, oh, just... Uh, it's such a fundamental misunderstanding of what everyone liked about Black Flag's com- yeah. combat. Like, I don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed being, a like, manoeuvring my yeah. pirate ship, doing, like, being quite a as being <laughs> a ship. As part of an experience. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, but then so, I got to leave the thing and they carry on and I fucking bored them and like stab and go up a Commodore as well. go underwater
1: uh, I think it's very unfortunate timing just with uh, that great Sea of Thieves uh, uh, gameplay demo that we got and then once which is Nasser, the ultimate pirate fantasy Twitter yeah. getting pissed and finally <laughs> yeah. saw it that, oh, like, I did a 180 on that game like, I played it at Gamescom actually I could not give a fuck about that game hmm. and then I saw that gameplay demo and I was like okay now we're talking on yeah, yeah. board and then we see <laughs> then we see Skull and Bones Like, like Sea of Thieves was just over there and that was a lot better and,
2: and Twitter was going
1: nuts it's like, oh, they just
2: killed Rare because the because everyone on PS4 is going to have their pirate game. It's like, so do you want a 5v5 competitive multiplayer game? So there are elements that I'm interested in. Like just today, they said, there's definitely a story campaign. Don't worry about it. And it sounds as though, basically to me, it sounds like it's going to be pirate destiny. So right. I think it's okay. focused on the idea of being a pirate gang and going out and doing multiplayer oh, yeah. stuff but there is it's a shared world and all that stuff and I think the idea is you'll have a series of piratey missions which will probably end with the Kraken that we saw at the end of the presentation like PvE stuff which I'm fine with that Still not being a pirate though, no, is it? No. Like, it's just being a boat. PvE. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: right, it's all PvE. Oh, eh? yeah. Crazy. Yeah. My life. Oh. Sometimes, he's like that in the tavern. He's like, sometimes PvP, sometimes PvE. <laughs> you don't, that's it. you don't fucking, it's a pirate's life for you me. You don't hear yeah. shanties
2: about horde mode, do you? Like, fucking, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Found a treasure
1: full of XP. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Exactly>. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, sweet. I got plus five pillaging on myself. <laughs> What,
1: what game was that they were demoing was it Anthem where oh, they got the voice chat and someone's like oh you get some like sweet that. XP for that I headshot it's always
0: like that when, when they all like it's jump so in late. hey how are you doing it's never like oh fuck I can't find my bus <laughs> oh I need my charging cable when have, you, when have you ever
2: played a multiplayer game with friends and gone uh, we should do that I really want to do that place but we'll wait for Kim because he's underleveled. no yeah. you're going to fuck, fuck Kim, off Kim. the underleveled Kim get out Kim you scrub come back when Kim you're go
0: have your tea yeah <laughs>
2: and they wait for Kim yeah. fuck off that's a big blue cave he's
0: grinding for two minutes this is dead time in this Xbox conference yeah, yeah. it's weird how little we've all as a group talked about Anthem yeah even I though I thought it's it, was I feel amazing, like it, seems, yeah. it feels so intangible right now yeah, to me I, like, I know what you mean like I, I I love the idea look of it and when he was like flying around this big prehistoric world mm, it looked cool as hell yeah. yeah well I've played that but it's because it's it feels so unreal to yeah. me like feels like it's, I don't get excited I think about a date that
1: for it feels like it's really far away
0: I oh, feels, can't even remember yeah. well I just we show that like scene in the market which just feels <laughs> like a BS shot like yeah. I know they're saying that it's showcasing the Scorpio but like it doesn't <laughs> I don't know. It just looks too good to yeah. be like in game. I love that we're still calling it the Scorpio, by the way. Yeah. That'll take a while. Um, it
2: was, it's a
1: better name,
0: ooh, and
2: it's a crap it? name, but it's a better name. After we
1: the said, conference, so I spent the next week just saying Scorpio all the time. Yeah, I had to we, to,
2: we,
0: we said
1: that with Natal, didn't we? For, I did that for ages. Did you? Although yeah. the Neo that got dropped immediately. He so said PS4 Pro straight away. Yeah. after like oh, I forgot it yeah. was called yeah. The Neo. Exactly, so, like, yeah, that
0: yeah. Because I guess Pro just feels more logical. Just makes yeah. sense. Why uh, don't we call it the Elite? I feel like. It's because they already have an Xbox One Elite model. Do they? It's just got one terabyte hard drive in the standard Mm. unit. Not really. They kind of of shot themselves in the foot using that so early.
2: I had to write the words Xbox One X exclusive today and it made me
0: sick.
1: Why was it every time it said exclusive? Why was it not Exclusive. exclusive take the E off the front oh, extreme well, it's not the Come 90s on. On. mate No, they're it, still it, it, playing it Final Fantasy 7 in your head it would have fit, <laughs> fit with the branding
0: <laughs> it or. does feel but I, when they announced that it did feel like it felt like a very 90s announcement like mm, I thought he was going to do like the X-Men yeah. arms like Dermot O'Leary on the X Factor <sighs> Just
1: grow Me well, me and Rory were, <laughs> were doing lots of exhibit quotes in the audience. X, go nice. give it to you, et cetera, That sort of. It was all good jokes. All good jokes. Good stuff, yeah. man. <laughs> but, but like, um, i You're not it. laughing
0: now. You had to be there. You to be <laughs> there. Actually, like, I read an interview with um, Phil Spencer on Eurogamer, and like, it's right. Like, no one's, gonna, everyone's just going to call it the Xbox. Yeah. Whatever. Nobody's going to care about na Nobody cares about names like a few months in. Mm. Once they're just normalized. Don't Do you
1: not feel like you call the PS4 Pro a PS4 Pro? I Would probably
0: you? do because I don't have one, but I mean, like even the X, like it won't yeah. have a ring to it. Like it will just be yeah. its name in a few I months. Suppose, yeah, like, yeah. It, like names are never as important in like at the moment unless they're really bad. Yeah, Wii U. I've really been enjoying <laughs> my
2: Nintendo NX recently, so <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's good. Really Play the crap out. Of it.
0: Although <laughs> yeah. when we all heard Switch, we all thought that's a good name. Yeah. Oh, Switch is brilliant. Really yeah. yeah. Switch was one immediately. Is, yeah, yeah, that's, that's like a really that's good, name. good branding. Yeah. and Like like the logo. Well done. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> do Skull and Bones.
2: You know what? I've never thought, actually, just whilst we're like not talking about anything that we're talk- meant to be talking about. The Switch, is that the first name that doesn't necessarily make sense in Japan? Is it Western-focused? Like the first know. Nintendo name? Because they have the word Super. I
1: suppose, yeah, to them, it's just a name. Game it's Game not the, the word Switch doesn't correlate was it called?
0: Yeah, was it called GameCube? But I guess what it signifies... I wonder what the connotations mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, because a cube is a yeah. cube, write in with your thoughts. <laughs> if you speak Japanese, write in. If you don't, but we should just, just piss off and play like, Shenmu again. Like, if, you, if you don't, don't speak drive Japanese, a with truck around you can again. write in. But mom, I'm writing about something.
2: Japanese to a podcast,
0: <laughs> mom. I'll come down later. I'm, I'm grinding so I can play with my friends. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> announcement going. Kim, um, you will come for dinner. <laughs> oh my God! Back to Kim again. <laughs> it's all interconnected. The guys, I've got a really high light level. This
2: we're not playing
1: Destiny anymore, <laughs> Kim. We're all playing
2: Anthem. This is the IGN UK Cinematic yeah.
1: Universe. Kim's <laughs> at the centre of it. Kim, Kim, she's scrub. the key. Kim, Kim is the
0: key. Kim, Kim. Kim, you beast.
1: Kim, you beast.
0: God, that's such a Um Right. So those are our biggest disappointments. Oh, yeah. The big long shit is now over. Yeah. Mm. Um, What's a long we're, shit? We're going to get up and we're going to refresh ourselves with a nice little announcement
1: that went under the radar. Mm. Yeah. Dale. Uh, so I think it didn't necessarily go under the radar, but they announced during a Sony conference a game called The Inpatient. And at the start of it, they announced... It was a like, section where they announced like loads of yeah. So Yeah, so I think that was part of the problem because they were just bang, bang, bang. And there was a lot of them they could easily forget about. And this one just looked like a horror VR game and it was the only thing that caught my eye was a super massive logo at the start and they're the guys who made Until Dawn. It wasn't until after I got out of conference, got back to the war room, people were talking about it, turns out it was actually a prequel to Until Dawn. Yeah, lead game. with that. Yeah, they never mentioned it. They're apparently six, 60 years before Until Dawn. and 60 the, years? 60 years. They're so- all going to be
2: minus... Forty years old.
1: <laughs> did you play? They're all like twenty, aren't they? They're all spending the weekend together yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> but did you? Did you play Enter Dawn? No. So there's a whole section when you're in uh, like a derelict uh, hospital, I guess. No it's spoilers. called. And uh, so I won't say anything, but it's like an old derelict hospital that's been shut down for years and years. So that's the hospital you're in mm. during this game, and it's, it's like for mental patient, patients or something like that. They didn't really say anything apart from that that connected it to the Until Dawn universe so you'd never know unless you knew the exact name of that place. Mm. And this is a VR game? But this read. is a VR game, yes. Which, but I just thought it was fascinating that they never mentioned it because there's a lot of fans of Until Dawn out yeah, there. Yeah, you, like, you were, really on the game. Intel.
0: I, I don't know if sometimes... You shouldn't do this as e E3, but like obviously some game fans will recognise studio names but I think obviously the mainstream don't at all. Yeah, I think course, some yeah. mainstream people don't even know what publishers publish what games. I'd definitely mm. forgotten who Supermassive was. Yeah, yeah, like, and that was one of the first things they've done of, like, considerable... No, mm. success, but they—they they in that section. We're doing three games,
1: yeah. They? So they did. Uh, I don't know if it was during the press conference. They Sony did it a little bit beforehand, didn't they, or was it? Afterwards? Oh yeah, they were announcing stuff but, beforehand. Um, they did, like
0: Nat Two release date. So
1: <laughs> when I was watching the video earlier, <laughs> when I was watching the video earlier for the Impatient, I saw another one come up saying Hidden Agendas. So like, I don't know what this is. Clicked on that, and there's another super massive game they announced over E3, and this one looks really cool. It looks like plays a lot more like until dawn and the same sort of premise and ideas about decision making and whatnot but it's like combined with this uh so you know like the jackbox games like Quip yeah. and things like that. Yeah. so you've got this yeah. whole th- like four people can play with their phones as controllers really trying to push and, the ps link thing yeah and you're all making decisions like so you come up with a decision and you can all like vote on the decisions and stuff hmm. but it seems like not just like the telltale games where they have that mechanic it seems like far more in depth like there's Mini games while you're doing this, like your one person will get tasked with doing one thing and no one else will know about it while ah, the nice. game's yeah, going yeah. on. They didn't go into great specifics and details like that, but it just sounds like a really cool idea.
0: And they also did a third game, which is like so if I don't I'm know right, like the quite generic cover-based shooter. Don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. One sure about one that. No, I that. I think that one. you're right, though. I think there I was think another supermassive game. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I'm not making that up. But it's like I love that conversation. They're going, okay. Can you can you make us until dawn two? Or uh, <laughs> or we can do three. Yeah, you can do three actually VR you games, do four if you well, want. the two t- until you, dawn, basically
1: until dawn. One's a VR
0: spin-off, then like the Russia Blood thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we do. We, we got these four VR games because yeah. you know what? We're taking a big break after that one. Why? You see the textures in
3: until
0: <laughs> dawn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why
1: is it not called Until Dawn: The Impatient? It's, good, it's, good it's a good point. I wonder point. if
2: Until Dawn just didn't sell well enough yeah, that they think maybe. it's actually going to do better but as I, new I IP. I thought it
1: did, though. I, like, I got the impression that it was a bit of a sleeper hit.
2: It was I um, mean, a
1: sleeper like it was a surprise critical success. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's it face it, none of, us, as well.
2: none of us have the information to make this no. <laughs>
1: judgment oh, at all. Oh, it's pure speculation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, all of us are like, obviously, I
0: reckon. <laughs> they're obviously... Making a lot of games. So, yeah, good. But the
1: but the <laughs> but the <laughs> blood then.
0: thing they attached the it until dawn, named it, and so there must yeah. have been some value to it yeah. at
1: some point to do that.
0: But maybe at the end of the impatient,
1: it goes until dawn, and then you're like, buy here, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> buy now. I, either way, though, I really liked until dawn. I know Alyssa was a big fan as well, so I was like the impatient. I thought, yeah, it's cool. And when I got to the office, I said to Alyssa about it, and when she found out, it was a well prequel to it. She, all of a sudden she was interested and excited you need to, get, you like, need to, get, you need to reach these Sony need to give us give us this information up front <laughs> you need to reach the Until Dawn ultras <laughs> yeah. all right. I'll be so, on all the forums I'll Until the Dawn forums, forums
0: spreading the word we call ourselves Dawners <laughs> <laughs> I suppose uh, wait I and su- sometimes I stay up right through till morning <laughs> <coughs> oh god <laughs> to show my loyalty <laughs> a super massive British yeah they're from uh, they're in Guildford
2: oh, go hey, and get a job. All <laughs> oh, right,
1: Jesus. So we're no longer required, see, I You seem more
2: keen on them. Yeah, than,
1: than, than your own work. Meanwhile, IGN announced a couple of things, a new TV what? show on the Disney oh, Channel. Oh, yes. Uh, that
2: was a Under announcement. The- under the radar <laughs> yeah.
1: well you now it's like during E3
0: but yeah mm. it's kind of a big deal yeah. none of us are fucking on it
1: we, well we're not I that mean, old. that's why <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting
0: for a call it's probably because um, we keep saying
1: come on this podcast did you not well, hear our no. podcast last week the words bitch pussies was said about 13 times Ooh. not by me my friend Ooh. not by me um yeah but apparently it's on like Disney Nightlight
0: like and the Adult Swim yeah, so it's, it's a bit more like Disney are doing like an risque. adult swim bit risque but not yeah. not this risque yeah um, no this, this is yeah, big boy shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the true IGN. No yeah. <laughs> Actually, no one this to this. Um, okay, so my announcement going on the radar, it was so far under the radar, we didn't know what it was. Um, it was Dishonored Death of the Outsider. Oh, fuck, that oh was the God. one
2: I was going to do.
3: <laughs>
0: so this was announced at Bethesda's conference, and even on IGN, there was a lot of confusion about whether yeah, this what, was what is, DLC yeah. or a standalone game. And what it is, is in this new new um, vein that Joe and I were sp- speaking about earlier today that we're kind of fans of is DLC but like it's bigger than DLC not bigger, yeah. as, uh, not a, a whole, whole new game, game, game yeah. and price somewhere in
1: between it's so it's kind of like Lost Legacy
2: it's an in-universe experience yeah. there like, you go
1: uh, Infamous did that a few times didn't they do you remember oh they did? like The Last Light but they really Last yeah Light? First Light and First Light. The, the vampire one Russia, yeah. no not Russia Blood uh, First Blood oh, we looked that like up that? yesterday because okay. it's
2: got hilarious yeah Protagonists, but they released nice. the, like like un- the game Under, Under Nightmare um, as well.
1: Uh, in the Christmas
0: nightmare, Christmas, yeah, yeah. Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Yeah, yeah, so like, there's there's Preston. We for this was it. new. It's, not, it's not breaking <laughs> new ground, but like, um it's I think a really good idea because I think that, well, The Summer 2 didn't sell incredibly well. Yeah, and it's also like this is a really accessible way of getting into that world, and how, I'm sure Bethesda would like to think it's like an on-ramp to other parts of that universe. It, it
2: is weird because
0: the story bit.
2: Orig- well, yeah, originally everyone assumed it was a prequel as well. Mhm. Oh, uh, it's not. It's just, it's it's set <laughs> after the event like quite seemingly quite a way after the events of Dishonored 2. Right. So, surely you're sort of spoiling the game. I mean, it... Dishonored 2 was never going to end any other way than it did, really. But it's sort of a strange thing to go like, this is the way in. Do you think
1: think they actually believe that's going to be the case, though? Are people going to pick up Dishonored for the first time with this?
2: They've made a point of saying, like, we see this as a natural entry point to the series.
1: Okay.
2: Other than the first game (laughs) (laughs) with the story (laughs) at the start.
0: Well, more than Dishonored 1. More than thought so. (laughs) Uh,
2: But, yeah, you're right. It's it's an interesting thing, because we were talking about, I really liked the first Dishonored. Well, I liked it enough. Like and two. apparently the DLC was fantastic. Yeah. I just never bothered with it because, nah, like, and I so like, often I don't. I didn't
0: finish Dishonored two either. I kind yeah. of yeah. stopped halfway th- through it. Not that I enjoy it; like it's an amazing game. But I think it's
2: yeah. I thought it was one of the best games of last year. Go but back to that. even it, if they'd released DLC at this point, I'd probably be like, can't be bothered digging out my disc and like trying to find what, remember how everything worked.
3: Yeah. The idea is like,
2: it's like a weird psychological, t- yeah, sort like of smoothing yeah. that happens when it's like it's a new game. Ooh. Have, a, have some more. I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, um, also, her powers look wicked. Um, her version of Blink is she... It's essentially Sombra's teleporter. You drop it, and then you go do your stuff, nice. and then you're like, I'm going to Blink back. And so you can go through walls, which you can't do with the other characters. I think that's really that's cool. That's really it's cool, cool. Yeah.
0: Like you're a so, fucking
1: ghost. So are you interested in this, Dale? uh not
2: really <laughs> uh oh we're I back played, in the shit sandwich I played oh, a little bit more
1: and i then played dishonored one and i started dishonored two i played it for about an hour or so and i just thought this is not for me and not you know this is sort of a
0: convenient on ramp to the series uh, i don't
1: think so i'm not i'm not in there <laughs> we'll try and sell it to you i'm not in the idea of trying to force myself to like games yeah you know, i kind of make a decision on it and then mm. that's me done
0: and we're right down next to this one not Fidel. Boring. <laughs> um, Joe, have you thought of one yet?
2: Uh, I'm going to say as a backup... Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no one paid attention to Spider-Man. I don't
0: know if you saw this little thing called Spider-Man. I'm
2: going to go super under the radar in that it was not announced at a conference that I'm aware of. Um, so there's a Danish developer called Napnok Games who made two of my favourite Wii U games. I've been meaning to write a feature about them for about a year and still haven't gotten around to it. Um Maybe now's the time. Yeah. They made a game called Spin the Bottle Bumpy's Party, which is a party game that used all the Wii U stuff in better ways than Nintendo ever thought to do it. Really? To the point where, you know Nintendo... Uh, the, the new patch. The Switch's new patch has a thing where it vibrates your controllers to mm-hmm. let you find them. Yeah. That's a whole mini-game in Spin the Bottle Bumpy's
1: Party. the Bottle well, you have to go party. And hide the, so yeah, the gamepad?
2: Yeah, so one... Uh, no, so it's the Wii modes.
1: Oh, it's on and the And you oh, just okay, hide right.
2: them around the room and then like they kind of vibrate and giggle in the corner and everyone has to go around like fight, playing hide and seek George uses nice. it to pick up chicks yeah. it's amazing uh, no just me and my friend Pete played it for ages <laughs> in my flat once uh, he did a really the best that was ever two hours yeah. and one round of hide the sausage best ever hide shout out to Pete who's not going to listen to this because he's not a nerd um, <laughs> fucking nerds he, um, <laughs> sounds like he's a nerd He um, <laughs> he's not listen to how acrobatic this is it's not. He, um, he got acrobatics I had, I had one black shiny uh, no uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wemo and he Kenneth <laughs> and he turned it back like the front with the lights on like towards my black shiny kettle and it, it just sat nice. there vibrating in front of my kettle for like five minutes and I could not find it Truly he was Ken-fledged. losing his mind it was amazing you
1: were just looking at in the genius. wrong angle Yeah, yeah he just, you know, just your it. angle yeah and like, like found the Black. boy like 30% like you Fanta Black. <laughs> uh, the other game
2: they made is a game called Affordable Space Adventures which is the best simulation of riding a shit spaceship you'll ever play it's incredible um you like it's essentially like a spaceship platformer like stealth game almost but you've got all the controls for your like like your cockpit on the gamepad on Wii U and so you're constantly like oh this bit I need an electric engine not a fuel engine like switching over all your systems it's like being a shit Geordie LaForge it's amazing (laughs) so this company I love them and I didn't know what they were (coughs) doing and it turns out they've really quietly made a sort of I think it's a mini game collection almost overcooked for PS4 but again it uses the PS4 link thing the um, using phones phones. the idea being that you don't need four controllers. You don't need, like, all this shit to play the game. Just one person downloads it, it's quite cheap, and everyone plays on their phones. Um, I haven't seen much of it, but yeah. knowing Napnock, it's going to be incredible. Yeah. And I really want us all to play it in the office, because I bet it's wicked.
1: I love it when you, you can get your phones involved in games as well, because it means that anyone can play. Like, yeah. when my family's mm-hmm. around, they're not interested if I hand them a place to exactly. control But as soon as I say you can play on the phones, they'll all have a go. Yeah, well, the, the, we, we the, talked the the before about... The jackbox collection. It's great. Really, yeah, yeah, it's I've, great. It's I've
2: got a group of friends who when we hang out now, we always play that. Yeah. Because they like the idea of playing games together, but half the group can't yeah. play games. Some, some of, some of them, those games are tedious. Some of oh, of there's them some are really shit, shit ones. I mean, all <laughs> we really, all we really <laughs> play, play is Drawful. Drawful is yeah. the best.
1: I think uh, Quiplash
0: is really good. It gets old. But there's uh, one like, where it's like a quiz, but it's like a murder mystery. Oh, like, I haven't done that one. I haven't done that one. Oh, it's abysmal.
2: There's a... What's the one? The one where you have to write like what a word means oh no there's like a you have to make up the mm. word to go with a definition and stuff and it's like dash. that's wicked yeah and just what what, why you don't know Jack yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one's yeah. good
0: um, that was a really good announcement that went under the radar <laughs> so beneath radar it wasn't it, announced it's never even flirted <laughs> with radar um so, um. Why did I say what it was called? It's called Frantics. There I go. you, did. There you go. yeah. <laughs> so it was even off my radar. Yeah. Thank you. Now that is firmly on the radar. Um, no That's keyword count. I'll say what I want, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was a bit of confrontation in honour of Gav, who's not here yeah. this week. Um, because he's not here, there's no keyword countdown, but that does not mean we are entirely quizless.
2: Absolutely not. Yeah. I've got a game called Cade Jaeger's Action Namer.
1: Dale. <laughs> um, Dale ins- no, I'm not making a fucking jingle this week. No jingle.
2: Just put a guitar Zing, lick or something. Sing a
1: I'm thinking
0: guitars and harpsichord. <laughs> Yeager! Um, okay, um, that's a jingle. <laughs> so. Kade Cade Yeager,
2: <clears throat> as if you don't know, is Mark Wahlberg's character in the Transformers franchise, which returns this week in cinemas. Four out of ten, according to Gav. Um, Cade Yeager is one so of the right. stupidest names in a film that I can think of. Uh, yeah. Now, we we were talking about this in the office, Dale mm-hmm. and I, uh, and we realised that action films and action games always have this kind of... Flir- well, Cade is actually a bad example, but yeah. flirting with a normal name, but just cool enough to make it memorable. Yeah. Like, so some, s- some kind of examples that we thought of were like, well, you thought of Johnny Utah this morning. <laughs> Johnny We've Utah is a one. very good example. Uh, what's, the, what's the one from that uh, 360 game? Fracture. Fracture.
0: Oh, Jet Brody. Sergeant
2: Jet Brody.
0: <laughs> uh, this kind of thing. It's just like that, it's like that flavor of America.
2: Yeah. It's yes, just, it is kind of that, but there are like, some
0: there are some foreign ones as
2: you'll find well, out in my list. None of that, mate.
0: None <laughs> of that <foreign laughs> on
1: this podcast, not anymore.
3: <laughs>
0: well, I'm a Johnny Utah. I'm a Johnny English. So what? I've, so what I've got is a selection
2: of action movies and action games, all of which were released on Xbox 360, the home oh, of God. the
0: stupid <laughs> B movie oh, action games. So what do, you, um, what do you want? What do you want, Jeff?
2: So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what the game or movie it was. So, you've got a chance. If you just know oh. it, you win.
1: And what, so we have the guess can No, 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 no. Right.
2: And then you get a choice of three names,
0: oh, okay. and one of them is the oh, real so a, name. Okay. okay. This is a very well thought out quiz. Yeah, well absolutely done. Right. Way better than that keyword countdown, bollocks. Now, I'm going <laughs> to
3: start
2: easy
0: in Kate okay. Action Namer. Okay. Yeager. <laughs> and
2: this is uh, the quite shit uh, 360 action game. Army of Two. Oh
0: God! Oh, now, now,
2: I'm making this easy. Yeah. One of these isn't real. Two are. So you've got to choose the one that isn't real. Army of Two. <clears throat> Were the Army of Two made up of Elliot Salem, Grant Brink, or Tyson Rios? Grant Brink. Which one isn't wrong. real? One of Grant is Brink, Brink, Brink is fake. One of them's fake. Uh, middle one.
1: can Brink. We say the same answer. Say again? Can we say the same Yeah, of answer? course you can. Uh, You're a yeah. team.
2: This is co-op. I believe okay. that is. Yeah. yeah You're absolutely right. Yeah. Salem and Rios. <laughs> I to, Rios.
0: I reviewed the third one. Oh, it was awful. I the people. <laughs> oh, is it the second like one? People, people third, like? like yeah, Yeah, when it not The announcement at Gamescom, it was like, I think they just like, they knew it wasn't That's it called cool Army of 2-3? The Devil's Cartel. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's really not very good at all. Yeah. I'm
2: worried that because you got that so quickly that all of my made-up ones aren't going to be I good I think that's enough.
0: just because I reviewed that one. Do you know. remember not...
2: Salem and Rios?
0: I, when I heard them. Exactly, there, like, I didn't remember until you said it.
2: True Lies, the Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Oh, right. So what? Is it so all, all the rest are, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's... Uh, usually it's the protagonist. Like I'll tell you if that. it's not. You're, I think you might get this. Again, Ooh, this is quite easy, right? Okay. James Fortress. Harry Tasker, yeah. Jack Tower. It's Harry Tasker. Yeah, it's Harry Tasker. Oh, you better not get all of these. <laughs> I was quite happy with some of my made up ones I quite like James Fortress because yeah. it's like Fortress. <laughs> you say it different, putting
1: a, put a bit of a French spin yeah. on
2: it. It's A bit of an international man in this series. <laughs> there's an interesting subgenre to the names, which is Arnold Schwarzeneggers are always. More Americans,
1: like wholesome, normal Americans, would he ever be? Yeah. Well, like uh, John Kimball. John Kimball got a cop. He's got an Austrian accent. No yeah. one no ever questions like, it. I wouldn't let him nowhere near my kids. You're John Trimble. <laughs> no, Kimball. <laughs> All oh, right. <laughs> John. Kim-
0: what's Fugitive? Oh, Kimball. F- Wait, in
1: The Fugitive? With yeah. Ford? yeah. I don't and Hot Rod, he's Rod Kimball. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, it's all related, isn't it? But they're uh, American, not a giant guy. Johnny yeah, guy I know, I know. I'm
0: just tra- I don't want a man who maybe killed his wife. <laughs> yeah. I obviously didn't understand the message of that film. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the remake of Syndicate, Xbox 360, was the lead character, and remember, he's Agent, whatever these are, okay. if that helps, Agent Colton White. Agent Miles Kilo or Agent Aiden Crone? Uh, the first one? Colton White. Yeah. I have no idea. You're going to say Colton White? I'll go Colton White. Incorrect. It was Miles Kilo. Miles, <laughs> Kilo. Fun, bit of e- fun bit of extra uh, Colton White's from Xbox 360 action game Gun. <laughs> and Aiden Crone is the antagonist from 360 action game Time Shift <laughs> so Just oh, Time
1: all, Shift, I haven't heard that one in a long time, yeah,
2: Jesus. you're an unnamed protagonist oh. in Time Shift so I had to go with the, the right. antagonist ah, okay. Dr. Aiden Crone fucking hell, because it's like like Crone, as yeah, in time oh, yeah. See what, oh well, bloody hell mate Cyborg, Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> I think it's Jean-Claude Van Damme I barely in Cyborg. remember this film is it, this one's a bit easier Sort of. Mr. Sype. Pearl Prophet. <laughs> what? Profit Pearl. Or Earl Roffet.
1: Uh I don't know. I feel like it should be the last one, but it's probably not gonna be. So it's probably gonna be Pearl Profit, maybe. Profit Pearl. You're going different. Yeah. It's Pearl Profit. Yeah. Well done, Dale. <laughs>
2: Pearl Prophet. He sounds <laughs> like a stripper. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: ridiculous. <coughs>
2: Xbox 360 action game, Mind Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers Mind Jack? Like, just a little bit. Was the protagonist of that game called Jim Corbin, Marcus Farron, or JB May? Do you like my little... It's Jeremy Corbin? Jim Corbin. Right. <laughs> Jim Corbin, Marcus Farron, or JB May? Do you like it? Because it's like all the leaders yeah, the political parties. Marcus
1: Farron. Marcus Farron,
2: Jim Corbyn. Oh. but it's spelled Corbyn like Anton Corbyn, oh, like right, Dutch. Yeah. <sighs> the film Bloodsport. There's another John Corvan Van Damme. Yeah, there's a lot of those on when you look up when you
0: look up action B movies. When you look
2: them up, there's a lot of them. Bloodsport. Was it Frank Katz? Frank Ducks? Or Frank
0: Swans. it got to be Frank Cats. Yeah, I reckon that.
2: Frank one. Ducks.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dux.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. They'd anything, could not they? About Ducks?
2: Then. Underrated 360 action game. Fear. This guy ducks. Yeah. I love Fear so much.
0: Fear, Fear this is, is good, the yeah.
2: antagonist. I think I'd get this one. Was the antagonist called Glynn's Pierre Paxton Fettel? or Turner Rubicon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Turner Rubicon is brilliant. Uh, okay. yeah. so I'm imagining like the little juice drink. <laughs> Paxton Fettel, was it? Paxton Fettel. That sounds quite... They all sound shit, so it's
2: really... Hard yeah. to distinguish one from Glyn's the Pierre, Paxton Fettel, Turner Rubicon. Uh, one,
0: I'm going to say Turner Rubicon because I really want it to be that. Paxton.
2: It's Paxton Fettel. <sighs> Glyn's Pierre was uh, an Uber driver I had once. <laughs> it I it. And it's all right, yeah. everyone keeps tabs on you remember. Wall. I just remember him be- being called Glyn's Pierre and thinking, I wish I was called Glyn's Pierre. <laughs> yeah. Hard Target, B-movie, was the uh, lead character in Hard Target called Victor Robrov, Slash Lafayette, or Chance Boudreau. They all barely sounded like
0: names. Can we have them again Victor what, Rob What What was the role In the movie sorry uh, Protagonist
2: Protagonist okay I think Is it Van Damme as well In uh, yeah, I did think that I, I didn't think want it's to... Van Damme again he God he's versatile <laughs> Oh no Maybe it's the other one Who's the, the Mussels mus- who's, oh. who's the muscles From Brussels that's Is that Van Damme Van Damme, Van Damme. Yeah. Who's the not That's him
1: <laughs> Who are <laughs> you thinking There's of There's one who looks
2: Who's just like him The muscles From Dussels Dussels There's someone else It might be him Someone's gonna write in Victor Robrov slash oh, Dolph Lafayette, Lund, Dolph Lundgren,
1: yeah, him. Are they the same?
2: They're similar in my head. They're not. They're basically, <laughs> what he
0: means, they're not on all sorts or sliced alone. Yeah, yeah. But if you couldn't get them, there.
2: Victor Robrov slash Lafayette
0: or Chance Boudreau. I want it to be slash Lafayette. I'm
1: going for Chance Boudreau. Chance Boudreau is correct. Yeah, he's so versatile. He's oh, really good. he's French. Yeah, he's good at this. He
2: gets it. Battlefield Bad Company. Protagonist. Yeah. I can about that game. Kane Vance, <laughs> Preston Marlowe, or Conrad Crane? Preston Marlowe. Yeah, I was thinking Preston. Preston Marlowe? Yeah. What made you think that so suddenly?
1: It sounded like, it didn't sound too out there, I think. Mm. Marlowe, I don't know. Like, I thought Marlowe, Conrad
2: Crane was all right. <laughs> I think the why alliteration is, Why does Preston make me mm. think
0: of war name? I don't know why Marlowe does.
2: They like, uh, were British team, because like, Marlowe's it? in Preston's Joseph Conrad, heart of darkness. Yeah.
0: I'll yeah, I don't know. Right.
2: Assault on Pre Saint 13, the original. Although Ooh. they're all the same names.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, was Lawrence Fishburne's character in the second one. So in the first one, not him. It's the same Ooh. guy. Basically was one of the characters called Washington Jones, Churchill Brown, or Napoleon Wilson. Washington yeah. Jones.
1: Churchill Brown.
2: Both wrong. Napoleon Wilson. Oh, God. Napoleon <laughs> Wilson. Uh, final one. Greg Hastings Tournament Pinball 2. Was it Greg Hastings? Greg Hastings, but the Greg has two Gs. Or Greg Hastings, but the Greg has three Gs. Ooh, three at G's. the end, at the end. I was
1: gonna, three Gs, always three Gs. It's got to be two Gs. One G. Ah, Three Gs at the end. I just thought, well, you know. Ask why not? It's like BMX
2: back in, XXX back in those days <laughs> <laughs> X, 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 It's like the Xbox XXX I've got just a few others From Xbox action games That I don't have Questions for Kane and Lynch Character called Kane Adam Marcus <laughs> <Is> that, What? <laughs> His nickname's Kane
0: He's it's Adam like, Kane, Marcus He like, was
1: like Why can they just Oh we want call Let's the game Just call him Kane yeah, Marcus <laughs> Kane is a name They can use yeah. that what they? He's got
0: Adam Like you, you can call him Whatever you want Yeah Nah That's the character I've written <laughs> yeah.
2: Dark Void Which like We saw about earlier
1: Yeah Nate, Who did the voice Ka- for that? Nolan
2: North, North, and North yeah. But he was like This is like the opposite This is way too posh William Augustus Grey <laughs> <laughs> What's that
1: about? <laughs> uh, as it I It was like a rocketeer game, that was, wasn't it? Yeah, sort of rocketeer. Well, that's what I'm saying. That it yeah. sounds
0: almost like a bit rocketeer. Yeah, right? maybe like, that's What the right. well, they were going oh, for, like future was rocketeer. He world,
2: was he World War Two and then went to a different time period?
1: Yeah, yeah. That would make I think I think more I like, went through a portal to a different dimension or mm. some shit. Like that. Maybe that makes more sense. That does like vertical void. combat, was not it? Like, no idea. Like, uh, I love that, that he
0: right. went. He went through a portal to a future dimension. Yeah, it does make more sense.
2: I've got gun and time shift, but I already did those because I'd run out of names. Section eight, Alex. Cord. That was quite a good Cord. one. Yeah. And just proof that it doesn't have to be men in wet, it was Ruby Malone.
0: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, it's Ruby just like conjunction between like exotic but everyday. Yeah. yeah. Relatable, but... Ooh, the cool. other one
2: we were talking about that I really liked just because I liked the game so much was uh, Bruce Willis's Apocalypse where he was called Trey Kincaid. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Trey. If um, you met someone called Trey in real life, they'd be like a
0: loser. I just, I, I would just <laughs> leave the room.
2: It's the name of something you carry food on. Like, that's not a good name, is it? <laughs> but I, uh, it's spelled different, obviously.
0: Yeah, but it, uh, that doesn't matter to bullies. No, exactly. Importantly. Um... No. Oh, thank you for the quiz joe
2: kate yeager's action name
0: all the work he's put into that compared to the ones that gab just reads out now yeah. other people he, oh, he buys off the internet that feels like a very much a one shot there joe i don't know if you i'm can... gonna do tra- tra- yeager's <laughs> trey yeager's action Trey glamp forever. Uh, yeah excellent so what were the scores all good I was not keeping track you won I won I mean Dale definitely I said it was a co-op game
2: but Dale went off piste and started disagreeing so
0: (laughs) he was like this is not co-op because I'm getting all the answers now I could tell that he wasn't Um, working achievement unlocked um right a little bit of feedback before we go this week this one is from Chris Dawson um Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wanted to hear your thoughts on this Essentially for me There are certain aspects Installments in franchises That I feel really ruin them for me I'm sure you'll know What I'm talking about It's usually a case Of milking a franchise For all the money possible in it The most recent example of this Is Transformers I personally think Transformers 1 and 2 Are absolutely banging movies <laughs> With the third one Still pretty decent in my opinion However I never watched And don't really plan to watch The two most recent installments There's a real know, uh, roller coaster. Standards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, I love that, but what's he happened to me three was, was good,
2: but like, uh, no, but that's the point. He, he thought decent. three was decent, decent. but one he two, won't but watch
0: for one and two banging, they've made two more of them. Nah, not for me. I just want
2: What's the guy's name anyway?
0: Uh, he's called Chris Dawson. Chris Dawson, let's just wait. How a do you like Transformers <laughs> 2? Let me count the ways. <laughs> um, I was gonna, I feel a bit that we just like cut in there, but his next. Um, thing is what are your thoughts on this do you feel that some movies can leave a bad mark a spoiler franchise you enjoy are there any films that you guys refuse to watch because you think they may ruin something so there must be something about four where he's gone not for me like hates the like the Autobot, I'll take you hates Cade Yeager yeah, maybe it's... Yeah. Maybe it's, uh, it's, like what, it's not
2: Sam Witwicky, I'm out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Done. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to know why he's out. Um, on the actual question... This is the Indiana
2: Jones and the Crystal Skull raped my childhood argument isn't it mm. like oh, is can, something, had? can something oh no 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 oh, sorry, saying, like, oh the larger that, issue that idea of like can I'm, one film ruin films you loved
0: I'm usually of the opinion no like yeah. I can be very good at like disavowing stuff and just ignoring it and go oh that still is unchanged Absolutely. now I know that affects what now ha- next happens to the thing I like mm. so it, in a more kind of real and like close way it does continue to affect it but I'm happy to like disregard yeah it.
2: so I I have been with you on that forever until recently. I had Alien Covenant, right? Without getting into what happens in it, Alien Covenant does a weird thing where it reconfigures that universe in a way like such that Alien actually, is now the origin. Yeah. Alien is now a different film, like. Everything, now, like, I know, obviously, I can just go, that part doesn't exist for me. Yeah. But there's something about going, by the way, this is why the thing you loved was the way you
0: loved it. So I've had to, like, have this experience in the last year with Dark Souls 3, because they've tried to revisit the story elements from Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3, which kind of changes a lot of the elements about that original story that I actually really liked. Interesting. For the worse. So in I kind of maintain my own... Head canon, yeah. yeah where three isn't canon, and, and me... I know that's not necessarily the case, but I choose not to regard it. Yeah, so actually, I think it impoverishes the original game.
2: Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll watch Alien. Yeah, and I'll I... love it, and it won't change my love of that film. But you know
0: the official line and the fact that these original creators. There's
2: something very strange about the creator just going like by the way, here's all the answers. I think, it, what it sh- I think
0: what it shows you in that very real sense is the author is not always entirely in control of the meaning of the thing they make. No, in the uh, net. nor should they be. And, you know, Lucas had this with when he went back and filled in gaps As and, and added to <laughs> his own universe that he maybe didn't fully understand what elements people loved most and the things that got taken on. And, you know, we've seen that about really Scott. Yeah. Um, it's a tricky one. And, it's hard in the world now where things are being revisited
1: more and more. God yeah. I think you can uh it can, yeah, there's a potential to affect to affect you sometimes. Like the I remember the prequel trilogy, it did actually for a short time affect my enjoyment of the original trilogy. I just lost like the love I had for him mm. for a while and it took like a few years until I revisit him, and then I just kind of forgotten about the prequel yeah. trilogy but for a while it did definitely sour my experience with them yeah and people are sure even really saying about
0: by, like new good Star Wars movies the fact that there's just more of it in the world makes it inherently less special I've yeah. heard that yeah. argument as well but I see it's like,
2: that it's the. I think this is all Wikipedia's fault Because everyone wants everything filled in. It's like falling down a Wikipedia hole of writing for Mm. universes, I think. Everything needs to be a hot link. Like, yeah, there's this idea that, like, we have to, for every citation needed, we need to fill it in. Answers
1: to questions that no one asks the question
2: Exactly. Or or never needed an answer to. The question's more fun than the answer, Mm. as it often is. It's kind of strange. Um, good question fucked it Hollywood
0: <laughs> but what is it about Transformers 4 that put you off Chris or I do want to really, know that.
2: I really want to know so but, writing, in Chris because the thing about Transformers 2 is that the Devastator has
1: balls oh god that, oh god I yeah, about that wrecking
2: ball balls Transformers
1: 2 is an abysmal film like beyond abysmal like, film Dale was like, out was out at 2 I, I did kind
2: of like Transformers 1 like not yeah, a lot I Transformers but I watched 1 was it and fun.
3: went yeah. cool
2: Yeah, that's alright
1: So Optimus Prime yeah. second one, Oh my god um Vom. yes me right this is from Mickey Breslin that's a good name you yeah, could be a in an, oh, yeah, actually Kate Yeager could, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mickey Breslin <laughs> I'm going to do a second round based
2: on who's the real uh, writer in because <laughs> I reckon uh, serial uh, person serial <laughs> writer LeVon Young would also oh, yeah. be on there LeVon
1: Young's a good name caught in a time travel drama yeah <laughs> we uh we oh i probably shouldn't say it but we had someone uh, apply for a job we're doing at the moment i'm not going to say his name out loud but i'll tell you off we're off yeah harry task brilliant name it's a brilliant name, a brilliant name. <laughs> oh i, I see yeah, i, I yeah. wrote my feedback brilliant name at one point for a cv <laughs> anyway right uh hey hey to all the IGN uk crew Hey, hey i've been listening to the podcast for a while now and i need some advice about gaming and going to the pub so I'm hoping it oh, the right can place, place, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I've recently organised my first games night at my local bar. We played three indie games: Broforce, Nidhog, and Tricky Towers. It got a decent turnout, but then the week after, we played Rocket League, and the bar was packed. That'll happen. So my question is: What other games do you think would be fun for a game tournament in a pub? I'm primarily using PS4, but can get games on Steam as well. You've
2: the oh. problem is Mickey Breslin, who I'd like to say is target demo, yeah. target yeah. demographic, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we usually play games then go to the pub yeah <laughs> you've peaked with Rocket League yeah it's like a great Rocket League. game Rocket League is way too accessible
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why I don't like it yeah. no uh, <laughs> not for me, for me. <laughs> um, and it also makes sense to see that on in a pub like it's got a really yes. good spectator mode well, and it, yeah. yeah
2: and it makes sense to watch and people get behind it and stuff but with that said Towerfall Towerfall that's what I was going yeah say, Play Towerfall forever. What about
1: uh, Overcooked?
2: Yep. What you want is a game that multiple players play on a single screen. Yes. I'm yeah. Agreeing. Like and that's it's quite a like a quick
0: turn around as well, so yep. people can. What was the dodgeball
2: ball have a drink.
1: What? what was the dodgeball stick game? Stickball. Stickball. Stickball's are great shout. Yeah, stickball you could play with six players, right? Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, sideways shout. One two switch. Ooh. Well, I did one two switch in a pub. I hosted it. It was great. Because if people are drunk enough. Like, we had to stop playing the uh, the clown plate-spinning game because it got
0: actually <laughs> violent. Yeah, yeah. Like, full-on, these
2: two friends were punching each oh other in the ribs. Yeah, <laughs> do that in your pub. It was brilliant.
0: Um, Mario Kart.
2: Uh,
1: that's that's well. a good
2: shout, yeah. Yeah, but...
1: Mario Kart's... Firstly,
2: long. it's four screens, so it's, uh, hard, it's, not, it's not readable. Screen, yeah. Good
1: point. Um, do, can we not go back? Can we not play the N64 version or something like that? And we can do four screens? that shit, mate. What?
2: No, no, I mean as in like oh, one, it's not display. one continuous
1: screen. Oh, right, right. Even
2: if it's split screen, like Smash then. Smash is a good one. Yeah, Smash although is Smash good, is hard to read. Yeah. Like if you're watching Smash, it can be like the
0: fuck is go-? especially
2: if yeah. you've yeah. never yeah. seen it. I always yeah. think that way. Why is that guy I, got I, a hammer? I, and why I, the music I think
0: they're playing Smash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we've given a decent handful of games there. I think. Yeah. Like try them out. Well, what do you want, Mickey Preslin? Jesus, come on, mate. No Steam games for you, but thanks for writing in um, <laughs> getting more and more confrontational yeah, know, yeah. it's because it's beyond 5.30 I really need a piss yeah.
2: well let me speed through Terry Hurley's email about Beyond Good and Evil 2 which I've pre-read and I agree with mm. there you go yeah. <laughs> done. See you thank later. you for joining us Terry says hi That's it. Now, I know this may seem a bit hypocritical, to complain about swearing when I listen to this podcast (laughs) and giggle like a teenage boy as some of your immature bants... Immature bants? Mm, How dare you, sir. Uh, Parenthetically, I'm a middle-aged old fart, for goodness sake. But I'm a little worried (laughs) in the excessive swearing in the trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2. The first game, while having mature themes, could still be enjoyed by both young and old. It had charm to it, that prevailed, even in the game's darker moments. Now this new trailer for the prequel comes along, and we have more swearing than a film directed by Quentin Tarantino and Martin Scorsese starring Danny Dyer. Which he'd pay to see. I would also pay to see. (laughs) (laughs) Because Danny Dyer would not be able to keep up with their directorial demands. (laughs) (laughs) What? You fucking what, mate? (laughs) I do love him. Have you seen that, Who Do You Think You Are? Danny mm, Dyer I've yeah, yeah, seen one high of yeah. the greatest <laughs> yeah. TV programs I've ever seen in my life and unironically you will come out loving Danny Dyer uh, I don't have a problem with we're back to Terry I don't have a problem with swearing per se but to have it in this game is almost like enjoying Star Wars then watching the Empire Strikes Back and having Darth Vader state Oh you fuckhead I'm your old man ain't I you <laughs> shag?"
1: <laughs> I don't know why being a cop is part of it or,
2: <laughs> or I love you and hearing the word <laughs> sorry and hearing the reply I know, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not the same, in my opinion. What do you guys think? P.S. What do you think my chances of
1: becoming a Hollywood screenwriter are? (laughs) That was one of the main reasons I included this email, because I love that P.S. It just came out of nowhere. well...
2: I mean, you could direct Danny Dyer. You're <laughs> you, the probably new get, Nick Love you probably mate.
0: get
1: kicked off the Han Solo movie, but yeah. doesn't everyone? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: God.
1: Um, I agree with this guy that. completely. When I was watching that trailer, I was like, this is completely it's unnecessary.
2: It's embarrassing. Yeah. Like, it, it it's this weird, like, it's very Ubisoft. Like, I really like Ubisoft, yeah. but they constantly do things that make me go who's writing this? Like GCSE
1: students. It's mad. It felt like, yeah, film students, like college film oh, students. Cool. Yeah. They're Like they've got the, now all of a sudden they've left school, they're allowed to swear when they're making oh. things. And then they just throw fuck in at every other sentence. It
2: was a really good excuse that coming out for me to go and play Beyond Good and Evil for the first time, which I did when I was jet lagged yeah. this weekend. I stuck in, what, 10 or 11 hours and, Went through it. Firstly, that game holds up really well. Like, cool. I mean, and I'm excited yeah. to see them do more, even though it sounds like they're making No Man's Sky instead of Beyond Good and Evil. But never mind. Um, but it also reinforced. Everyone that, loves
0: that, though, so it's fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's that
2: like that felt like one of those. If I was going to compare it to like a cartoon, it's like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Have you watched that? No. You should. It's fucking amazing. And I had I had that look on my face <laughs> when I when I was told to watch it, but. It is a perfectly kid friendly show with extremely adult themes. So it's really enjoyable for that reason. Beyond Good and Evil is the same thing. Okay. This is like, I don't know what this is. Uh, This weird, like, cool cartoon world with, like, just horrible bastards in it. I don't want to hear those people.
1: I don't want to be Mm. friends
2: with them. Like, they're meant, from what I understand, you go around picking up those people as crew members and, like, recruit them. So you can choose not to. I'm just going to say like "fuck off" to everyone. (laughs) I'm off now. I want to be alone on my ship, silent. I don't want to to be
1: alone
0: in space for all eternity than spend time with any of you. Cubs. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: It's
0: it's just horrible to listen to. Like, and I watched it again. It
1: just just felt like one, maybe about three or four times too many. Like the odd one wouldn't have been a problem at all.
2: I I tell you what, if they if one of them had said like "fuck" once. You'd be like, "Oh,
1: yeah, like wow, Ooh, like a little, yeah, yeah." It's like it's grown up, it, yeah. yeah.
2: But, but it's not grown up. It's grown, all the time
0: It's childish. It's yeah. gone more. Like, we do swear on this podcast, but I like to think we do it for humor effect and like emphasis,
2: or just because like sometimes
0: that's I, funny. I just yeah. do it instead of saying "uh, yeah,", yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fit, like a filler, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, like, to use it all the time is um, the sign of a adult mind.
2: It's just a Mm. weird thing. You know, people are waiting, what, something like, is it 10, 15 years? Something ridiculous for this sequel. And to have it come out and be, like, firstly pitched as a completely different game and secondly pitched in such an annoying way. It was really weird. He clawed it back a bit by crying on stage. A lot of that at Ubisoft.
0: (laughs) You can always cry on stage to claw it back and that's <laughs> yeah. what I find even with a podcast and as my eyes begin to well up I think it's time to say goodbye for this week. Should um, we plug our run? We we absolutely <sighs> should. Um, so in... In actually I don't even want to say how many weeks it is because it's quite a frightening thought I think in like three weeks time oh we're running 10k for special effect which are an amazing video game charity that kind of use technology and they adapt like video game controllers and consoles so people with physical dis- disabilities can enjoy playing video games and uh, we've done this run before you have listened to the podcast I think we did last year mm-hmm. uh, if you want to donate anything at all you can go to justgiving.com forward slash run IGN mm-hmm. And you can make a lovely little donation there to us. We're aiming for £2,000. Yes, that is that is our goal. Help us beat that goal. I'm we'll aiming feel. to run it in two thousand hours. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do want to beat my my time from last and there's year. There's no yeah. chance I'm beating my but score I've from done last year. Much less. I've training. put on like ten pounds since last year. <laughs> I am not doing it in any way. Doing time. any
1: preparation? Yeah, I, I yeah.
0: actually did quite a lot of running for the month before going to E3. Yeah, and then we were at E3, yeah and then I've been sick this week. But I'm going to like do a lot in the like final push because I don't want to like it to be. Completely painful. Yeah.
1: Oh man, I really wish I was doing it. I can't unfortunately make it this year, but last year, like, it was really like good motivating motivation yeah. to get out there and spend st- yeah. more. Running. I mean, it's
0: like fun to do. It's, yeah. L- I hope it's not as hard as it has been oh, this week. Oh, it was week. horrible. I don't
2: think it will be. last year as well. I would die.
0: Um, uh, but yeah, if you can get, like spurt anything at all, even if it's like fifty p or a pound, yeah. Um, please, um, donate generously. How much are you donating,
1: Dale? Uh, I w- one pound fifty. You will find out in all due course, mate. You'll Anonymous forget. donation 10p,
2: <laughs> which is still good. I owe you one bar gold bullion. <laughs> that's it. If if everyone
0: who listens to this podcast donated 10p, that's a lot of peas. Uh, I'm just saying. We'll show off. Ooh, a lot of peas we've got. Um, thank you very much li- for listening to our E3 <laughs> special. Only a week late. Mm. Um, Maybe never listen to last week's podcast yeah, again. Yeah, this should you delete it podcast. from your phones. I'm really worried. That'd be appreciated. It's very SEO friendly headline, that one. Like, <laughs> <Love> <laughs> that was a lot of people's first podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, could
0: well be bollocks. Oh, well. If they've, they've listened
1: this far though because they're hearing they now. Yeah,
0: if you've come back after the last week's shambles, I'd love you. Yeah, yeah. That's really me, it. me It's only going to get better. Now give us your money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think leave it on that. Yeah.